Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hi guys again. Thanks for taking the time to watch this third video on hoovering. I may even do a fourth one because there's such a lot of information uh, to be covered in it. Again, this is just my opinion and it's, uh, it's based on research and personal experience as well to some extent. So this video I'd like to cover um, when you, if you actually succumb to the Hoover, if you accept it, even after they've made a few attempts and you actually accept it and engage with them, what in my view you can expect to come towards you. I would say that there is two different aspects again to this. Um, for people who have discarded the narcissist, the narcissist will hoover nearly immediately or come back and hoover a few months later. But the way that they will do it is they'll be totally, uh, totally all in to do anything that you want to get back with you. And the reason for this is they have to win. And if you've discarded them, it totally messes up their whole mask, their whole reason to be, their whole drive forward, the whole way they see themselves. And it's a very hard thing to recover from. It's nearly impossible. They will go and grab new supply to try and regulate themselves again, to bring themselves up, back up from the very bottom of the pit that they find themselves in. But what they really need is to get back with you. And the reason they want to get back with you is because they want to leave you. So they will do anything. They will say anything. They will buy you anything to get back with you so that they can then leave you and hopefully leave you in a very bad position. So it doesn't take anything out of them. Uh, to put themselves through that, they become the total actor and will really go for it. They don't even have to justify it to themselves. It's like instinctual. They know that they have to do this to be able to maintain their mask and to feel that they've won and to go on to the next step in their lives. So it's a deadly hoover and it's Definitely, if you've discarded the narcissist, do not take them back under any circumstances because they really, really want to crush you and to prove you wrong so that they can be right. So that's the first Hoover. Uh, the second type of Hoover is if the narcissist has discarded you. Now, the only reason, in my opinion, that the narcissist will come back to Hoover or the main reason is that they're desperate, that they're in a desperate state, that they have, things haven't worked out for them at all. I mean, there are little mini reasons they'll come back, 
as we've covered in the last video. But if they're giving you a major, major hoover where they want to get back with you, it's because they have lost every nothing's worked out for them and they're on the ground. They're probably on the ground financially, emotionally. Maybe they don't have anywhere to live, but it's a, a desperate call. Now, if we take them back at that stage, the issue is it's not like a normal person's thinking. You have to really get into the narcissist's mind. When they left us, you, me, they painted us black and they painted the other person white and they blamed us for everything. And that was their justification for leaving. They didn't have to introspect or do anything like that. They knew inside themselves that the move they were making by leaving us was the correct move. So we were the devil incarnate to them. We were the blackest of the black. We were hopeless cases and we were people that they wanted to wipe their shoes on and they never, ever wanted to. They never saw themselves ever returning to us. So when they were done, when they left us in, the, in a bitter discard, they were done. However, the narcissist has no constancy. So that sure feeling of never, ever going back can change on a whim. So if things, the problem is if things aren't working out for them, even though it can change on a whim in relation to their change of direction, for their mask to maintain and work, they then have to turn the whole situation around. And in order for them to come back to us, they have to paint us white. But if they paint us white immediately and just decide, oh, I'll come back with them and we'll make it work, etc., etc., it makes them black. It makes us right and them wrong. It makes them have to look at the situation and think, well, if I'm going back to them, I made a mistake in leaving. And they can't do that because as, as we know, they have real rigid black and white thinking. There's no grey area. It's the reason they can't love. They can't see beyond right and wrong or they don't want to. They do have the ability because if they're held up like by the law or whatever, or if the, you know, if they're when put to it, they can see the difference between right and wrong. You know, they don't break laws all the time. They know what's right and what's wrong. But they can't be wrong. So for them to return to someone they've discarded and painted black, they have to hoover with what I call a steam cleaner attached. They have to come in and clean us and make us acceptable for them to hoover so that they can maintain their construct. They were right to leave us initially but they have to clean us, steam clean us, in order to re-idolise us so that they can be right to come back to us. And this is how I'll get to what the Hoover is like when you, you've been discarded by a narcissist. 
I've written down some points. The experience is deadly and dangerous. It interrupts your journey of healing and your journey of self-expression and your progress and purpose in life. But I will do another video on that. I don't want to get too far into that at the moment because I'd really like to share with you my thoughts on what happens in the second type of Hoover when we've been discarded by the narcissist. This is painful personal experience and I hope that it is of some help to someone out there. And if you identify with it, it may validate your experience in understanding more about narcissism and the journeys that we all go through in this community and the fact that they follow patterns, which is very validating to understand and it's very helpful in recovery and it's very helpful in a level of compassion towards them also, because I don't want to be beating the narcissists up. This is what they do. I'm not there to judge, but I'm just there to, to say to myself and to you guys, and I hope you agree, we just need to look after ourselves and in order to do that, understanding what someone does who has narcissistic personality disorder or who's high on the narcissistic spectrum is helpful to us in order for us to recover. Okay, so this is what I found. On initial contact, um, so I had two or three engagements in my particular experience. But what I find they do is they will do their best, even now, if it's obvious that they haven't done well since they've left you, even though visually you can see their situation is close to dire, what they will do is they will reframe it and they will do their best to present themselves in a great light, that things, you know, while not having gone fantastically well, have great uh, potential for them. They'll future fake them. They'll future fake what their life is going to become still. And they will impress upon you how, how much of a prize they are and how many people have wanted them since they've left you and uh, that their job is going very well and they're looking to do this and that, maybe move into a new place. So... It's as if they're making great progress. They'll also ask you, as I said in the last video, they'll try and find out everything about you. But this is just how they will present. They will move into the Hoover stage. So basically what they will initially try and do is make themselves as appealing and attractive as possible. The next thing they'll do is they'll open up their steam cleaner because they have to take us down. They have to make us realize our mistakes. They have to bring us under control. They'll have been assessing how much the discard has either worked on us or not worked on us. They'll want to see has the discard made us more compliant towards them, want them more and be more obedient basically to their wishes. Or has it caused us to be more rebellious? And do we really need to be really intensely taken down? 
So if you do show a bit of rebelliousness, I'm afraid I did. Naughty, naughty. Anyway, what they will do then is they'll personalise the Hoover, whichever worked with you very well in the past. So what worked well with me was triangulation because I had it coming from a good few different sides. So you may get triangulated with the new supply who they may say they're kind of going out with someone, but they're not sure if it'll come to anything just to make you a little bit competitive if you still have any interest in the narcissist. And we did love these people. So there possibly and probably are residual feelings there. Definitely, if we've accepted the Hoover in some way, whether it's for curiosity or whatever, there will be probably some feelings there with us. So they will also then triangulate you with the old supply and maybe... Um, say what a great support they've been since our relationship ended and that they're on great terms with them now and that they'll never not be on great terms with them. So kind of passively, aggressively telling you if they were to take you back or if your relationship was to go back on course, these are my conditions. This is what would happen. You'd have to comply and behave yourself and definitely not put in any boundaries. So this is the steam clean as it goes on. What I found then was you would get a great critique of you. Um, I did ask the question, I remember, can I just ask you, why, why are you telling me how bad I am? You know, through, throughout the times that I've met you since, why have you told me this, this, this and this? And it's always that there's something wrong with me. And the reply I got was, like talking to a child, it's for your own good and I'm doing it to help you. So that is a, a manipulation technique as well. It's the idea that they're doing it for our good, uh, for your good, and that they know best again and that you were wrong, but if you listen to them and do what they ask you to do, and I was told, but you never listen. And if we listen to them, then that's part of the steam clean, your criteria for getting back with them. Now, bear in mind, they really want to get back with us. They're desperate. But in order for them to be able to get back with us, they have to make sure that we would be compliant and that they have total and full control. So it's very interesting the way they go about it. Then the other thing they'll do is they'll reframe what happened at the end of the relationship and they'll do the blame shifting again. They will have to establish that the way we see it, the way you see it is wrong. And you were very wrong to think all the things you did after they left you. And that wasn't actually what happened. And it was actually your fault that the relationship was over. And you would have a lot of work to do on yourself. The other thing they do is they just they tell blatant lies. They may lie about the new supply or who they were with. But I did notice one. I personally noticed one total lie. And I was just I didn't react. I just I, I took it all in. And to be honest with you, and this is awful. I was kind of part of me was using it as a study because I was so curious as to what would unfold. 
So I didn't even mention that I knew that it was a lie. But the particular person I was with had always had, um, when they were with me, had always had a pain, arthritic pain, diagnosed with that. And they said to me, when I was with you, I had this wrong with me, this wrong with me and this wrong with me. And then they mentioned that pain. And they said, and since I left you, I'm totally healthy and I've never had a pain since. And I was going, oh, that's great. Um, Well, maybe it was stress when you were with me. And they said, hmm. And the reason I was able to sit back and go, wow, wow, what a lie, was that I'd actually been speaking to a family member who told me that every time they phoned this in- this individual, they complained of the arthritic pain over the last year. So I think even in, in a narcissist's mind, whether they actually forget that they have had this pain and in that snapshot moment, they convince themselves that they were so much better off without you or it's part of their trajectory as they're steam cleaning you. They kind of add a little bit of falseness in, a few lies in to make it seem more authentic. And it's also a put down on you. It's it's like a blame on you again. You were the blame for my ill health and stress. It's fascinating stuff. Then they will... They'll passively, aggressively do this other technique, which I hadn't realised before. But when they're giving you your steam clean and in order to bring you under control, they'll describe the fact that they're looking for someone and that the next person they're going to be with is going to be. And they'll say something like, the next person I'm going to be is going to be total with is going to be in total control of their lives, is going to accept this and this and this about me. And they'll paint a picture of the person that they want you to be if they if they deem you fit to take back. So it's like, I'm telling you what's wrong with you. The person I want in future has to be like this. So they're without saying to you that they want to go back to you, even though they do, because they're not going to be wasting their time talking to you and telling you all this if it's not you they want to go back to. But they're building a picture of how you're going to have to behave and you're going to have to listen to everything you're told to do and they know best. And you'd also be very, very lucky if they decided that they would consider taking you back with them. And it's all done through manipulation. And I'll tell you how it actually feels, or I'm sure you guys, I'm sure you've been through it, some people have been through it, that you could leave comments down here or in the next video describing how it makes you feel to go through this process. So yeah, that's about it. Um, They kind of describe the person that you have to be if they're going to deem you fit enough to get back with you. And they'll twist it around in that even though they're the ones trying to get back with you, they'll make it out that you're the ones trying to get back with them because you've answered the Hoover. And they'll be telling you all the criteria you need to behave yourself for them to be in control again and for them to consider it. 
So it's like they're they're buying from you, but they make it out that you're buying from them. So they need to steam clean you. You need to go through this hoovering steam cleaning process and you need to agree to all the things that they're saying. You need to put them up on a pedestal again and you need to admit that you were wrong on everything. And at the end of that process, if you do all these things that they're asking you to do, then they can paint you white again because they were right in all the things that they're saying and you now see your mistakes and they can they can agree to have you back again so it's a really it's a really extraordinary process and unfortunately it's dangerous and not good for us to go through but i hope you found this interesting guys if you do like the content please consider subscribing or sharing the video or hitting the like or dislike button twice. Thanks a million for your time. Um, I'm going to see you again because I am going to do a fourth uh, video on the effect of the Hoover if you accept it and what it actually feels like from personal experience to accept a Hoover. Please don't accept them. There's a reason out there that, that uh, all the channels say no contact and it's because of this. So I'd love to hear about your own experiences. And again, I hope this is helpful. Look, I won't keep you any longer, guys. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great day and I'll see you again soon. Thanks, bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.